Hello and welcome to the show. I'm so comfortable, Jenna. <laughs> I know, this is so exciting. Like, all giddy that we've got the fancy chairs this week. We're all cozy here in the North Pole. <laughs> I feel like this is gonna make us talk even more than we usually do. Um, and we're talking about something we both love, Christmas and books on today's episode. So get ready for it. I think <laughs> we, I clap in every episode. I'm like, yeah. I'm always <laughs> so pumped. Yeah, yeah, we're excited. <laughs> I am. I am seriously so excited to talk about Christmas books with you today because I know you know this. I'm not sure if everyone else does. I love Christmas. I love books. And I honestly have, after giving some away, about 50 Christmas books on my coffee table at home. What? Yeah. And that spans from like little kid kind of books right up to adult books because it's starting to get to a point where it's almost an equal amount now. Wow. For a long time, there was a lot of kids' books, and now it's kind of coming to, to a bit of an equilibrium. Well, so. now that your kids are getting older, too. Yeah. But that was actually something I said to you when you pulled out your books. I was surprised at how few, because <laughs> I knew she had a lot. So I was surprised at how few you brought with you. But there's also another reason for that. Yes. Um, yeah, I've, this I brought, top book here, yeah, you'll see it's, it's wrapped. I bring maybe about 10 books with me today. Yeah. Uh, so yes, the one book uh, that's on the top of the pile here uh, is wrapped up in paper because what we do and what we've done since, oh my goodness, this is probably the seventh year, maybe the eighth year, that I have wrapped 24 Christmas books for my kids that each day in December we'll open another one and read it together. So of course that means that a good chunk <laughs> of my Christmas book collection is currently wrapped in paper on my coffee table. <laughs> um, so I, I I snuck through and opened and felt very much like a child again, sneaking, finding wrapped presents Cutting and opening the tape. them, trying to find a specific <laughs> book to bring. Because while there are a lot of really great books that I would love to share with you that are still in that pile, there was one in particular that I had to bring to share with everyone. Oh my gosh, okay. Because if you don't know this book and you live in New Brunswick, you need to, even if you don't live in New Brunswick, okay, but gonna... especially if you live in New Brunswick, you should own this Christmas book. Gadzooks, mm -hmm. The Christmas Goose. Okay. So it's written by Jennifer McGrath, who is a fantastic writer, uh, lives in Albert County. <laughs> uh, I know that's close to Tasha's heart. to my heart. Oh, yeah. yes. She has a lot of really lovely books. She has one called The Snow Knows that came out a couple years ago. Knows as in like K-N-O-W-S, not your okay. nose yeah. on your face. It's a beautiful book. It's won a whole bunch of awards. Uh, this one was one she wrote much earlier. I don't even know. Um, early on in her career, like 10 years ago, maybe. Does she know. publish anyway. Sue Chocolate River Publishing? Is that her? Because there is a couple other she goose books has, that my daughters have. No, that's okay. a different series of goose okay. books. Something like goose yes. butt or something like that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes that's a different one. Uh, this one was through Nimbus. Okay. Um, and yeah, Gedzooks the Christmas Goose is a fantastic story about a family and their goose at Christmas time. And I really don't want to give anything away because it's so fun to read. And what's really fantastic about it too is that like it's long enough that it's, you know, if your kids are a bit older and can sit and read, you can actually take the time. And the illustrations are so They're fun beautiful. in this one. They're just mm -hmm. absolutely gorgeous. And it's this really, really sweet story of a girl and her grandparents and their goose. And they're goose. And yeah, I just, I think everyone in New Brunswick 
should have a copy of this Christmas book, and I think that uh, you should gift it to everyone you know, too. So. Okay. So that was my next question with you. Uh, you said you have a lot of books. Is that mm -hmm. because you buy at least a new book every year for your kids to unwrap? or Because you're obviously wrapping up mm -hmm. the same ones every year, but does yeah. a new one get snuck in there? I usually try to mix it up a little bit. And yeah, it's not, it, I don't always pick up a new book. At least every second year I'd Kay. say there's been a new book. And then some years, especially early on, that was definitely the case because a lot of people get overwhelmed by the idea of like, oh my goodness, I'd have to buy 24 books. Do you know how expensive books are? Exactly. They are expensive, but you can get around in different ways. When the kids were really little, the first year I did it, I bought a set of 12 little board books that told the story of the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the clay animation special. Nice. That was broken up into 12 books. Well, I wrapped each one individually. Yeah. That was 12 of them right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah. then over time, as we filled in the other books, well, those got wrapped as one day, not 12 days. Um, bundle books from Scholastic. A lot of times you can get, you know, five to 10 books for $20 through Scholastic. Fantastic deals, great books. Another one of our family favorites came from one of those actually. Sneezy the Snowman. Sneezy the Snowman is hard to find oh. because I've had to replace her original copy. <laughs> <laughs> but if you can find this, if you see this at a used bookstore or you know in the free bin at the library when they've taken things out of circulation, pick it up because it's adorable. Okay. We have like we've made Sneezy on our lawn, and it's really great too if you're doing the countdown to find some really kind of wintry books for the start so you're not overdoing it with holiday stuff mm -hmm. right from the start. Mm -hmm. So things that are about snowmen, because then you can also keep them out throughout the winter if that's what you want to do. It's not necessarily Christmas specific for the countdown books that we do, but yeah, Sneezy, family favorite. Another thing on that too, uh, wintry books, but also uh, potentially getting books about other celebrations yes. throughout the month of December. I know uh, my daughter brought home <laughs> one about a Jewish elf the other day, and I can't remember what Smelf I think was the name of it. And but but one. both of my daughters loved it, and mm -hmm. and then they it brought many conversations. What is Judaism stuff like that? Which at yeah, their ages I was like, oh, like why didn't I think of this? Yeah, we have a, at least one, if not two, Hanukkah books that I try to look at the calendar and make sure that I actually get them in there that it lines up with the celebration as well, which sometimes is easier said than done depending yeah. on the calendar year. But yeah, that's definitely something that we try to do. And it's really great now too. There's a lot of, there's a lot of really cute books and a lot of things that come you know, from our childhood that you can bring out, but there's so much more diversity that's easily accessible to us now. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there, there's a couple books that, especially through Scholastic, we've been able to find some really great great selections i know next time you do that scholastic sale i have to go with you because she's she has i think you've actually messaged me from it one time and i was like yeah i yeah. really should be there yes yes i miss the warehouse sales but there is like i speaking of that like that reminds me remember when we used to get the scholastic books uh, the book orders when we were kids that's actually where this came from and one of my other favorite books, I had my mom message me uh, photos of, she was going through my books from when I was a kid. And uh, one of them is The House Without a Christmas Tree, which I thought I was fantastic. I'm gonna pull my phone out and show you it Ooh. because it was a really great book. And uh, The House yeah. Without a Christmas Tree, it's by Gail Rock. Um, and I'm sure it was, you know, probably put out in the 80s or something like that. 
Um, but oh, that's it, such an 80s book. It's such it's an beautiful. 80s book. It is. Oh, the Dell Yearling books. Yeah, I yeah. remember lots of those. I don't think I ever read this one. Yeah, I loved it. And I'm sure my daughter, when, when uh, she gets her hands on it, will probably love it too. This is the one I had told you about a couple of episodes ago. Um, that is a, it's a Adventures of the Bailey School Kids, which they have a huge selection of those books. And this one was my absolute favorite. And, you know, big giant words. I could read it in a day. And when I came across it here in town, I was so excited to find it at one of those online auctions. So I got my hands on this for my oldest daughter and we read it together. And it was like one of the best moments of my life <laughs> <laughs> because I loved it so much when I was a kid. And, and it came from the Scholastic Orders. So on the same kind of vein, look right here, from Scholastic. <laughs> <laughs> the best Christmas pageant ever. And same thing, I had a copy of this when I was a kid, mm -hmm. like probably grade three, grade four, I'm thinking. And I read it so often that like the pages fell apart. And sure enough, I ended up picking up a new copy of it because I want my kids to read it. Yeah. And it was the same just like, and I seem to recall that the other version I had had like, the best and like crossed out worst oh. Christmas pageant mm -hmm. because it's one of those like oh it's going to be a disaster but then it's really great in the end that kind of thing and it's all the miracle of Christmas oh yes <laughs> the Herdmans were absolutely the worst kids in the history of the world oh like, good how, start you gotta love a story that starts like that yeah right? it's true especially again, when like, you're like 9 10 11 years old is. yeah and it's what do we got? it's 80 pages with some little pictures mm -hmm. it's not you know the graphic novels that my kids are into now but there's some neat illustrations and then yeah it's just all about this christmas pageant at school that's just gonna go off the rails right? off the rails yeah <laughs> yeah it's neat like to have those books and then to see you know our kids who are roughly the same age moving into different books and you've mm. got a pile of like youth books Ooh, there yes. but i wanted to bring this one up because my my nine-year-old picked this up and this is brand new this year it's the jk rowling uh the christmas pig and uh, this is how far she's gotten in it because it's not keeping her attention ah. i don't know if it's just not good or it's just a little bit too old for her. so i thought maybe i'm gonna read it mm -hmm. and then <laughs> That's usually and then we'll what see. happens in our house with those books. I tend to pick them up and I have them first before they kind of move on. Although we're starting to get to the point where it's like, uh, I don't I don't have to read it to see what's in it anymore. Right. It's a matter of who gets to it first. Who gets their hands on it, yeah. Um, <laughs> and some of those books that have come into our house, and I'm, I'll be curious to know what you think of that one, because mm -hmm. we don't have that one yet, and I'm actually kind of curious as to whether or not it might just mysteriously show up at our house. Um, <laughs> A Boy Called Christmas, I picked up years ago, and both my husband and I have read it. Okay. Um, we quite enjoyed it. It is, it's very kind of that fanciful, you know, childhood story. And then sure enough, it's one of the Netflix specials this year. That's what you were, t I was like, I know yep. that title, and that's what you were telling me about. There's at least three books in the series. Um, so there's, they've only made one movie, but there's three books now, and we okay. have all three of them. And yeah, it's really fun. Same thing, there's, there's little sketches throughout it you know there's your your map you're going to find I, I don't want to give away any of the story and i i haven't watched the movie yet so i don't know how close it mm -hmm. is but we really enjoy his writing matt Haig, and the illustrations in the book so yeah there's there's three of these books now so if you're looking to gift someone with you know in around i would say yeah like ages eight to twelve some kids will be able to read it on their own. Some they'll have to read it as a family. Mm -hmm. Both options are fantastic. 
So yeah, if you're looking for some from gift ideas, there's actually a fair number of books in this kind of middle zone now that that weren't there before. Right. Um, like that only came out a few years ago. This one also only came out a few years ago. The Christmasosaurus. The Christmasaurus. <laughs> Believing is the most powerful magic of all. Which okay, how could I not buy it? Yep, that's what it says on the cover, <laughs> and it's this boy on his Christmas dinosaur, and you can see on the back that the boy is actually uh, in a wheelchair. And he, I believe, if I remember correctly, he has CP, which is part of the reason that we picked it, I picked it up originally. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like the, the Christmasaurus is just taking That's him off fun. on this wild adventure. And it's, yeah, another really perfectly written for the kid who likes dinosaurs and dragons. And, you know, it's not, it's not all about Santa. It's about a Christmasaurus. <laughs> I also really like the so the, the book nerd are yeah, lovely. But book nerd alert, I like the paper it's written on. Oh, it's thick. It's heavy. You Need really it. are a book nerd. I am. I'm yeah, I'm like, hmm. I do. I, I just it's the kind of one you just want to touch it. Well, like, I, I have the same, <laughs> and it, I don't like when they have the. What do you call it? The edges aren't straight. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. The Alex, my husband loves those kind. And I'm like, oh, no. I want to fix the pages when they're like that. <laughs> I just want to take it to a paper cutter yeah. and straighten that out. Yeah. But that, like, yeah, that is a, like a it's hearty a, yeah, book. That's a nice. And what's really nice, too, is when we only bring it out. Like, I put these away. Mm -hmm. These don't stay on the shelf. They have their own bin that they get tucked away in each year. So it's, you know, when your kids are really little, you may have done the toy rotation thing. It's kind of the same idea with the books. I tuck the books away, and so when they come out each year, it's like, oh, I forgot about that. And so, like, there's that joy because yeah. it's not something that's always there. And also, they don't end up looking like this. <laughs> that was my. I was like going through books, and because I, I don't put mine away, and I, we were talking to my mom on the phone at the same time, and I was like, from now on, the books <laughs> get put away because they get beat up, and the kids don't care about them because they've been around yeah. forever. Mm -hmm. These. Um, against scholastic books these cute little ones um for kindergarten both my girls had the same kindergarten teacher and that's what she buys the kids at the at christmas time and at the end of the school year yes yeah. books and they're always the sweetest and i am certain that she makes sure that they fit with the child do you know what i mean like she the littlest little reindeer aaron was the youngest kid in her kindergarten class you know what i mean like i maybe she doesn't do it on purpose but but we're going to believe that she does I am. she's a great teacher. She is a great teacher. So um, take care of your books was kind of the importance <laughs> of that one. Like this one, my daughters were like, you're going to bring the Paw Patrol book, Mom. We're so we not have, into Paw Patrol anymore. We have a Paw Patrol book, too. Yeah. I'm like, our but Paw Patrol Christmas book is in French, which is also really oh, nice. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. So we've gotten to the point where our stack of 24 books, it's not quite equal between French and English, but mm. it's getting there. Um, and again, I tried to put a lot of the French books earlier on in the pile because I know they'll still be in school and it's great then when they come home from school and they're supposed to do their 15 minutes of reading yeah. in French, <laughs> well, you could open a book. Let's see if today's book is in French if you don't want to read something else that we have on the shelf. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's been, and again, Scholastic has been really handy. Not, they, they are not sponsoring this or anything. We just Gosh, I wish they would. Books from there. Let us come. <laughs> let us come shopping. Um, but also, like all the thrift shops and like you mentioned, online auctions. There's mm -hmm. lots of places where you can find books that, you know, you can get at a reasonable cost. And if you watch the sales at the bookstores, even at Chapters and Tidewater down in Sackville, mm -hmm. you know, any of your independent booksellers, you know, if you can buy 
you know, one new book from them each season and then kind of pick things up along the way. If your kids are young and you're interested in doing this, let your family and friends know that you're looking for books and that you'd accept books as gifts. That's because actually, yeah, that's a really good point. They're fantastic. And, you know, if space is an issue, this is something that someone can gift you. That's a physical thing they can give your child, but it's also something you can tuck away because it's seasonal. It's very true. It doesn't take up room in your spot, a house. And if you're traveling for the holidays too, it's not going to take up a whole lot of room in your suitcase, exactly. which is extremely important <laughs> when you're taking an entire family in one suitcase. Uh, so <laughs> I think that, yeah, it's a great idea. And I loved how you were talking earlier too about, about uh, picking a book and reading it at night. And, mm. you know, it, that helps with like the Christmas spirit, but at the same time, it then could potentially like, oh my God, I love doing this so much roll it into the whole year, yeah. which I think is a really great idea too. So on that note, I have mm -hmm. to make sure I get this one in because this is perhaps now my all time favorite Christmas book. It's called The House of the Wooden Santas. Okay, I've seen you talking online about this. I know, it yeah. is <laughs> so good. So it's written by Kevin Major, who's a fantastic author. He's got lots of great books. Uh, he's from Newfoundland. And this book is just visually stunning. So if you're listening to the podcast, and not watching the show, the, the video version on Rogers, go and look up this book because the pictures are just incredible. It's about a, a single mom and she carves wooden Santas oh, neat. and she's trying to sell them in a, leading up to Christmas time. I was going to show you like wow. this, this was yesterday's that we read uh, last night and it's uh, Hockey Santa. So each day, the way the story is constructed, it starts at the beginning of December. And you know, the first chapter, 24 days to Christmas. So it's like an advent calendar in a book. So each night we cuddle up and read that day's story. And some days are one page, some days are two page. There's a few that are a little bit longer, but they're never more than a, you know, a short sit down amount of time. And I think this is the third year now that my daughter and I have done this together. And she, she's 10. She's starting to get into that like tween kind of stage and you know, opening the advent books is not as fun as it was when you were little, mm -hmm. but she gets so excited about sitting down to read this together. Wow. That it's just absolutely beautiful. And uh, the carvings in it are all actually wooden Santas that were carved by a Cape Breton woman years ago. Really? And photographed for this book. And they are just like, they're just Wow, stunning. yeah, they're impressive. And the story is so lovely, and I, again, I'm not going to give it away, but if you're looking for a really great gift to give a family, I would highly suggest this because you could sit down and read it in one go, but you can also do that where you sit and read a chapter each night, and like I said, the chapter's really about two pages. Mm -hmm. It's just lovely to watch the story unfold. Which is really great too, especially if you have, like your children are very different. One child that would love to sit and listen mm -hmm. and another that does not want to sit and listen, they're short. Yeah. So, you know, it's not too much time trying to wrangle the one that doesn't want to listen to the story. Yeah. Uh, I love that, I think that's fantastic. Yeah. And the main character uh, is a nine-year-old boy. So it's, it, it hits, you know, nine-year-old boys are a little tricky to get to sit and listen to Christmas stories, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> However, what'd you know? <laughs> yes, but so this, this book has lots of hockey and lots of pranks and mischief and yeah, this really heart, tug at your heartstrings story about this single mom trying to, to make Christmas happen and it's just, 
absolutely lovely and all about believing in that magic of these wooden Santas who show up. Wow. Okay, tell yep. me about this book here because I'm noticing an Anne M. Uh, Martin book yes. who in my house we are currently obsessed with the well, Babysitter's that, Club. That was part of why I brought it yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this one actually, I didn't, I don't remember seeing it as a kid. I don't. Is it a Babysitter's it's Club? It's not a Babysitter's Club. Okay. No, it's another book that Anna Anne wrote. Um, she does have several books outside of the Babysitter's Club series. That's what she's known for. Yeah. But some of my favorite books when I was a kid were by her and they weren't the Babysitter's Club books. Which I said, where? So yeah, this came out in 2006. That's why I didn't know it as a kid. Oh, <laughs> we were a little busy not being children then. Not being yeah. children and not, in not having children yet yeah. at that point. So um, yeah, it's, it's this really sweet story about a girl and it's set in the 50s that it starts. Yes, the autumn of 1958. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, it's another nice story about believing and about Christmas traditions in a family. And yeah, I, I feel like you would enjoy this one. I would. I like yeah. I said, I'm the same <laughs> as you. Anything, anything by Anne M. Martin, and I am in. That's that's pretty much how that one ended up in the collection. It's like if her name's on it. Yeah, it's, it's got to be good, right? Yes. It's like Judy Bloom. If it's a Judy Bloom book, sold. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's nice to start to have these books that are for a little bit older readers and with those I'm not going to wrap them I think this is probably the last year that I'm going to have a stack of 24 wrapped books yeah. on my table but there will still be like I said there's, there's already you can see enough of a stack that everyone will have books they can read at Christmas time that's going to and there, there's a few like Sneezy the Snowman's not going anywhere yeah um, <laughs> I also have Bear Stays Up which is a baby board book this is never leaving my possession. <laughs> Maybe if my kids have kids, they might get to have it. Might. This was, yeah, this one was really sweet. It's just, yeah, this lovely little story about how Bear wakes up because he's been hibernating and all his woodland friends help him celebrate Christmas. And then, of course, Oh, we read that able, the other day. Yeah. My daughters just, and I. Where did I see that? It's just yeah. absolutely. There's a lot of these bear books, but the Christmas one is just, it's really sweet. It's a nice friendship story, right? It's not... Mm. It's not about mums and dads and kids and Santa. It's about a bunch of woodland friends. Which is perfect. It's, yeah, there, there is a bit of Santa, but it's not over the top like some of the other ones are. And I know some people really look for that. They don't like things that feed into the commercial yep. aspect that's happened around Christmas. And I would say this is, this is a really sweet one if you're into a more low-key Christmas vibe. This is a great book for that. Yeah, I think um, my youngest brought that home from library the other day, is what I think it was. Um, I want to point out that we have two Curious George books. <laughs> there was a time in my oldest daughter's life that she was obsessed, obsessed with Curious George and just the Christmas special, actually. Interesting. And uh, there's a, uh, a part, and it's actually in this board book, but it's also in the, in the Christmas special on TV, and it's called Christmas Monkey. And the song is Christmas Monkey, Christmas Monkey, everyone loves a Christmas monkey. That's what book I didn't find. See, what, oh Christmas Monkey? No, Moose and a Maple Tree. It is uh -oh. our favorite book. We have an autographed copy. We, oh, my goodness. Someone's got it stashed in their they room, do. I do. It wasn't on the table. <laughs> Where's my book? Oh, my goodness. Okay, we are going to have to wrap this up because I have to go home and find my book yeah. now. <laughs> I'll also point out, if you want adult reading suggestions as well, these are two of the 
I don't know, half a dozen or more books at home <laughs> table for that too. And just like cheesy Christmas movies, some of the books are good, some of them not so much. <laughs> These two, these two, I don't. These two, I kept. I did not. I, I, I don't mind that I spent the money to buy. Uh, In a holidays, that came out last year, I think. It's, okay. It's really cute and fun. And Christina Lauren is actually two people who like wrote the book together. It's really. Oh, fun. that's neat. And Kristen Hanna, a lot of people will know her. She writes some really incredible stuff. Her Comfort and Joy is a, a holiday fable, and it was it was nice to read as well. So perfect. If you're, if you're looking at Christmas books for adults, mean like, yeah, I don't know if that one's any good. Those are two I would suggest. Excellent. Before we go uh, and find Jenna's book at home, uh, a quick shout out to oh, uh, yes. this episode sponsor. Again, our friends at Tie-Dye Co. here in the greater Moncton area for providing our festive sweaters. So cozy and they have so many fabulous things, not just this style, all kinds of amazing gifts. My friend Steph was like, I hate that you got that sweater because now I've ordered them for my entire family. <laughs> she did. She, had to, she got them for herself and her two kids, the ones that say Merry Christmas. And then her husband was like, where's mine? <laughs> so that she had to order him one too, which I think is fantastic. So uh, you can pick them up. You can follow the links uh, in, in, uh, in, the, show notes. in yep. the show notes and everything to find out where to get yourself something before Christmas. Happy holidays, everyone. We've got one more episode before we wrap up 2021. So we'll see you next week.